0: Hey, 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 welcome back to the Women's Healthy Living Club podcast. I'm your host, Darian. (laughs) Today, today I've got my hubby, Tom (laughs) Gusher. He's here to talk about coffee because if you've listened to any of my podcasts, especially the one about coffee, you know that coffee fucks your girl up. And I've been off of coffee for about a month now and somehow convinced Tom to try getting off coffee too sort of he made it his own decision yeah anyway so tom welcome to the podcast again
1: Hi. <laughs> what's up?
0: it's like what time is it it's like 6 a.m
1: on sunday morning
0: on sunday morning <laughs> um i don't know why i woke up so early but anyway what what's new with you how's how's the non-caffeinated life
1: uh it's interesting
0: so uh let's start by asking you why why did you want to get off coffee because um I wanted to for like female hormone regulation and stuff but as a man what was your motivation
1: that was the hard part because I didn't really have a huge one because coffee's awesome (laughs) and (laughs) it's gonna end up convincing myself to start drinking it again but
0: we gotta terminate this podcast (laughs)
1: No, I just, I figured just, you know, you definitely influence the decision a lot because of, you know, just watching you struggle with it partly and then also get off of it and see you feel so great all the time. And then I figured, you know, after, you know, drinking probably, you know, eight ounces of coffee, just, you know, even just one cup, maybe a little more at like, you know, eight or nine in the morning and then at noon i could feel like i could put my head down and take a nap i figured that i should probably take a break or or that you know coffee wasn't doing what it's supposed to do anymore if i'm like tired you know yeah. a few hours after drinking it um so that was the pretty much the main motivation and money it's expensive if you buy it
0: if you get that fancy fancy fancy
1: stuff every day yeah. not that i did but I mean even bringing it at home is still still a you know decent amount of money yeah. and so if it's something I could live without uh, I thought it would be beneficial just for my wallet mm-hmm. and just not having to be like a big part of it was not having to be like dependent on something I don't like that yeah. feeling so I wanted to you know have have all the intrinsic energy um, that I needed without an external stimulant and so I just wanna see just wanted to get off of it just to prove to myself that I could, that I wouldn't be dependent on it, and then just see what I noticed once I got off of it.
0: That's a very uh that's super yang. I just gotta show it who's boss, man. Like it's not my boss, Bas- i it's boss. Basically. <laughs> Which is well, that's great. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Um what so I was actually kind of giving you some tips and stuff when you were trying to get off of co- coffee for the first time. Because did, he did try a little bit to get off coffee before, but um, you were studying for a test, like a big certification test. And yeah, um, coffee, I don't know if you've ever tried to get off of it, but it will fuck your shit up as you try to get off of it a little bit. You got to go through some... Um, some low times. Yeah, so, <laughs> so describe your experience getting off of coffee. How long did it take you? What techniques did you use, et cetera?
1: Well, let's back up a little bit. I started drinking coffee
0: reverse, reverse.
1: <laughs> right when I met you.
0: I know our relationship was coffee. Yeah, it was based in coffee. It's where we met.
1: So coffee will always have a special place in my heart.
0: Smelled like coffee, drank coffee. We were always at the coffee shop together. Literally every day we would get up and go to the damn coffee shop. Yeah. Plus, I work there, so we got a little miss. A
1: routine I still enjoy.
0: I know, me too. I kind of miss it. You can have tea at coffee shops. You can, yeah. And you can have decaf, right? Yeah, but everybody knows decaf is lame as fuck.
1: I've never even tried decaf, so...
0: It tastes like like coffee-flavored water.
1: Isn't that what coffee is?
0: If you... Okay, listen here. As the coffee snob in this relationship, (laughs) there's no body. There's no body you taste it and it's just like flat like wh- coffee's got a body to it you know like a yeah. thickness yeah decaf has none of that mm. it's like it's like, like the coffee. pancake ass of asses like oh, you do not okay. want to have decaf
1: <laughs> much to be desired <laughs>
0: <laughs> it gets it gets a little bit in there but you're just like man i should have just have regular coffee or some tea like tea would taste better to me yeah but that's just my preference
1: well anyway so i started dr- drinking coffee right when we met that was the first time like Sitting at coffee shops was a thing for me, yeah. so but before that, like growing up, I did drink pop with caffeines, but I' never really like registered that that was uh what was going, on. and that was when I was more, mostly a kid, and then stopped like in high school, probably mm. eh, drink a little pop in high school, probably, but then yeah, coffee didn't start until you know middle of college, and then
0: when you were an adult, yeah, yeah
1: and then held strong for the last eight years just about of coffee every day
0: eight years
1: and yeah and I drink a lot of coffee like recently in like the last year I kept it down to like like one either one Keurig cup Mm -hmm. brewed you know in like eight ounces of water or like the most I would drink would be like a. What's a Starbucks? Is it a tall? It's a tall. And what's that? Like 12. 12 ounces? Mm-hmm. And so that would be the most I would drink in one day. And a lot of times I wouldn't even finish that. Like there would still be a fourth of the cup left of that mm-hmm. just because it felt so strong. Mm-hmm. But that was mostly with the Starbucks coffee where a few hours later I would feel like I need a nap. And so I was like, this is probably not good. Yeah. I should probably uh, cycle off, you know, just like with any any food or supplement it's a good idea to cycle off once in a while
0: especially if you've been taking it for eight years yeah especially
1: if it's been chronic for a while (laughs) not that it was not that it was any like you know insane amount like some people drink like
0: like six shot espresso drinks yeah i can't like
1: i can't believe that
0: extra coffee in the coffee on top of the coffee with an extra shot of coffee yeah yeah that's
1: just insane (laughs) and you know we've done some genetic testing i'm a slow i mean every uh Everyone that I've done has come back that I'm a slow metabolizer of caffeine. And so I thought, oh, well, I just need to drink less and drink it earlier in the day and I'll be fine because like I would, you know, calculate the half-life of caffeine and it should get out of my system within eight hours. So, or whatever it was, I basically figured out that I should have no more caffeine around one or two in the afternoon. So I did that and I thought that that was okay, but it it really wasn't so then so long story short first time i tried to get off caffeine was earlier this year i was studying for a big test it was affecting my studying so i was like okay i'm just gonna
0: wait it out yeah
1: not do too many things at once mm-hmm. pass this test and then try so i passed the test and then i don't know five months later four months later <laughs> decided to, to try to get <laughs> off coffee. Like ride it a little longer <laughs> decided to get off coffee again and that then I I did it and I did it in like took about a week to like be like
0: not feeling like you're dead yeah mm-hmm.
1: so like the first so my withdrawal symptoms lasted like about a week maybe like severely for like three days at the most three four days but basically I started with you know so I was drinking about two hundred milligrams of caffeine. So then I switched to...
0: That's one cup of coffee,
1: people. So then I switched to two bags of black tea, which one bag is about 60 milligrams, so two bags is about 120 milligrams. So I dropped it by... Do the math.
0: What is that, 80? 80.
1: Yeah. So dropped by 80 milligrams. Did that for probably two days and then went down to uh, one bag of black tea for maybe a couple days. And then after that, I did two bags of green tea, which one bag of green tea is like 20 milligrams. So two would be 40. So I did like 120 for a couple days, then 60 for a couple days, then 40 for a couple days, then 20 for a couple days, and then nothing. And, and so like the first, I think like the the second day after no coffee is when I had like the worst headache. Yeah, I had, over a, that day. I had a real bad headache all day long, low energy, low watt brain is what it felt like. Didn't,
0: didn't want to problem solve. Wasn't firing. <laughs> didn't want to do anything.
1: Didn't want to do anything. So, went to sleep really early. And then after that, I felt okay. And then like maybe the fourth day, like a, another two days after that, I had another like mild headache. But again, that was probably during a bigger drop in caffeine. Mm-hmm. Um, but then after that you know, a few days after I completely weaned off, felt great. And it felt great to not have the, uh, like the,
0: like the neediness,
1: like the task in the morning, like I got, I got it, you know, and then, uh, and then everything will be good.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lie. (laughs) Not everything's good after coffee. It seems like it's the case. I remember when I got off coffee, like the, the 16 times that I've done it. <laughs> just kidding. I've probably tried. I've probably done it maybe three so, times, like solidly for a couple of weeks. And then I would go back to coffee and I'd be like, it's okay. Just a little sip is fine. You know, I've done so well. I feel energetic. My my Everything's like rolling smooth. One cup of coffee will just be like, take in one of those speed strips and I'll be good. Like, it'll make me even better. And I've deserved this. I deserve a little treat in the morning. Like, that's what I would say to myself my coffee tom was good with his coffee i mean he would just usually have it black maybe a little sprinkle of cream so that it's the color of my skin maybe even darker than that i don't know but me i'd be like i remember you'd he would like somewhat hardcore judge me for all the sugar i would put in my coffee like really darian like that is the the quickest way to like put on weight as a woman is to have coffee with dairy and sugar in it it's true regularly like cortisol then you put all this glucose in there to spike your blood sugar like you're spiking everything all at once when you do that and it's kind of it's not good for them
1: yeah it's the perfect recipe to basically store energy
0: in the form of
1: f- f- yeah f- to put it straightforward yes. yeah
0: but anyway um so what was well first i want to say It is so much easier to stay off of coffee when your boo thing is not drinking coffee and your relationship is founded on coffee. But you can always – there are always choices when you go out to coffee shops and stuff. Like I don't have to get coffee, but I just tell you what, the smell of it is a trigger. It's like, ooh,
1: I can handle that. Yeah, so I think it's important to bring up the point that I – unlike you – To a certain degree, I enjoy and like the smell and taste of just regular coffee. coffee.
0: Yeah, he's like I would when I in that sense.
1: (laughs) When I would drink, like, because, like I said, it would either be like a one Keurig cup, or you know, on a special occasion, get a tall Starbucks. And only when I got Starbucks would I put cream in it. Oh yeah. If it was the Keurig, I would drink it black, and so I was used to drinking black coffee most of the time,
0: which is way better for you than sugar
1: coffee yeah um and so so it's not even like i was like you know dressing it up with sugar and all this stuff like i actually genuinely like the smell and taste and effects of coffee yeah um so that made it maybe a little more challenging but also it was was time for a break so
0: um what was your so You've already told me because it was pretty dramatic, but what's the biggest um, benefit you found from not drinking coffee every single day?
1: So the, so I was expecting to, well, I wasn't, I wasn't, I was trying not to expect anything to not like placebo or nocebo myself into symptoms because, because if you go and read like the list of coffee withdrawal symptoms, like you're going to set yourself up for some
0: weeks of
1: terror so yeah if you feel like it because you could just you could easily start believing one of those things and then start uh feeling them so i tried to ignore all that and just like really listen to my body and what i felt and after the the first week of like weaning off so let's say like the second week two which was like no caffeine like Mm -hmm. back to just no caffeine um i noticed and like when i well let me back up a little bit more when i would drink coffee it's not like I like first thing I did when I wake up. I would wake up, I would go to work.
0: Yeah, you had like hours. Yeah, I would
1: have a couple dinner. of hours before I would even have have coffee. So it's not like I needed it to wake up and get going. I just enjoyed the effects of the drug, mm-hmm. and you know, mostly to entertain myself <laughs> during the day. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I could say the same for myself. <laughs> Use it as an entertainment tool too, because I'd be like, "How much can I do at once?" Wow! Yeah,
1: and it, you know, it's 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 fun. It's a it's a fun drug. Um, but I don't want to be dependent on anything, and caffeine is a you know it's a true physical addiction, Addition, drug, you know, yeah. physically dependent drug. So, uh,
0: but it's widely accepted.
1: Oh yeah, well it's good, it's good, good for capitalism. Oh for hell yeah, productivity.
0: Get that, get that paper going yeah, faster. Absolutely. More things. Do more stuff. More is Make better. More things. Duh. Do more
1: work. Yeah, infinite growth paradigm. Let's do it.
0: Ugh.
1: Um. So anyway, so. After getting off caffeine, I noticed uh, around lunchtime, I was not tired.
0: That was the first thing.
1: That was the first big thing. Yeah. And then especially like, you know, that 2 p.m. feeling. (laughs) 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 You're
0: struggling with that 2 p.m. feeling.
1: The way 5-Hour Energy likes to market it.
0: Oh, is it... Oh, it's four hours. No, it's
1: five. Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> you've been missing out.
0: <laughs> we are not being paid by those fuckers, just so you know.
1: <laughs> but if you do want to pay us.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway.
1: Anyway, and so so energy, but like more consistent energy throughout the day. Obviously, when I would drink coffee, there'd be a spike of it in the morning, and I could have, you know, crazier conversations and go off on way more tangents and rants. <laughs> um, but that would... Peter off and, and burn out by, you know, noon to 2 p.m. And then kind of like dragging my feet through the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the other big thing that I noticed was my sleep quality. My sleep quality probably got twice as good as it was. And so going back to how I thought I I thought I had calculated, you know, due to being a slow metabolizer of caffeine And the half-life of caffeine in a slow metabolizing body, blah, blah, blah. I should be good to sleep by, um, you know, 9 or 10 if I stop drinking coffee by like 1 or 2 in the afternoon. Well, it turns out that, you know, there's a little more to it than just the the math of of what, you know, the half-life is and my metabolic rate is and all that stuff. So, it's slower than I had calculated. So, I was actually like, you know, that like tired but wired feeling. Yeah. When I would try to sleep and it would take me forever to fall asleep. Whereas you like you're asleep before your head <laughs> hits the pillow somehow.
0: I, I get warm and then it's like, uh, good night.
1: <laughs> and so I just thought that was like, oh, that's just, that's just how I sleep. It's just, you know, it's just the way it is for me. So I'll just deal with it. And, you know, So because
0: it had been for eight years. It had
1: been for a while, not all the time. Like if I was genuinely like tired enough like yeah. it wouldn't be a problem like if i had a really really big day after some training um for sure yeah well that's no that gets me tired but wired do?
0: yeah um, too.
1: <laughs> but anyway so that was one thing that was unexpected that i wasn't like looking for that i noticed immediately was how much better my sleep was and that i could fall asleep faster and stay asleep longer yeah and that's like worth its weight in gold
0: yeah well it's a i mean sleep is a big deal like people kind of write it off sometimes but it's one of the biggest um biggest proponents of health because it's it's your restorative process even if you don't train even if you don't do anything at all but like fucking watch tv well in that case you still need your sleep but it's really beneficial to people who do stuff and like Move their bodies and train and exercise and build muscle and all that stuff because that's your repairing stage. Well,
1: even if you even if you have like a very you know mentally stimulating, challenging job, you, that's still energy, like yeah. it's still mental energy. You still you need to, to recover from that, and that's when your brain's recovering is when you're sleeping.
0: So that's super important to have better sleep. I feel um, because better sleep is better recovery and makes you more mobile the next day. So if your sleep's all jacked up, then you're kind of starting the next day at a deficit and then the next day at a deficit.
1: Yeah. And then you're, you're making up for that deficit with more caffeine and yeah, that's it's, the vicious cycle of, uh, you know, downward, downward spiraling until, you know, you're, Oh no, your adrenals are burnt out.
0: Yeah. How that what you think is helping you is actually starting to hurt you. Unfortunately, but ad- the adrenal thing is super, I mean, it happens in both men and women, but it's super dramatic in women. And like yeah. your, your menstrual cycle will just be all jacked up and you will have a shitty time and you'll be crying and cramping and,
1: yeah. All the shits. But I think if you're drinking coffee in the morning and, like, and I'm, I, you know, I'm sensitive to coffee being a slow metabolizer. Like it stays in my system.
0: I was going to say.
1: And it's is stronger. And so.
0: Most people are slow metabolizers. Yeah. Isn't it
1: like 10% of people that are yeah. fast metabolizers there's that can a, drink coffee and go to sleep?
0: There's some study that, that I've talked about this in a different podcast on coffee, but this lady, Elisa Alyssa, Alyssa Vitti. Um, she wrote the book woman code she has this facebook group that has all this content in it and in one of those uh facebook live things that she does like a little webinar forum type thing um she quotes a study that shows that almost 90 percent of the population are slow metabolizers so we're all kind of shitting on ourselves by drinking coffee but it's so socially promoted and accepted like even we were you and i were watching the flash we've been watching the flash the superhero show and literally every single episode is like coffee, 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 coffee. We should have some coffee. Here's some coffee. Have some coffee. Like well, it's programmed to be like drink coffee. You need it to stay productive.
1: True. But in defense of the flash, it kind of goes along with the theme.
0: <laughs> yeah. They had, a, they had a
1: coffee shop it's, of love too. Well, and like he's the flash. He's fast. So everyone else needs to like speed up and keep up. Oh, that makes sense. You know, I yeah. don't know. Something I thought about.
0: Huh. It
1: goes along with the theme of being fast.
0: Fast, Yeah. Everybody's pro- got to keep quick up with processing
1: it. and all that stuff. Yeah, it's it's a gateway into the speed force. (laughs) (laughs) It's not really
0: a gateway into the speed force, (laughs) but in that show it is. But yeah, so cool. Even keeled energy, better sleep. Um, How do you feel like it's affected? Like, because a lot of people have a fear of like, if I don't drink coffee, then I won't be able to function and my problem solving will be worse and I won't be as good of a whatever that I am. Do you feel like it's being caffeine free has hindered your performance in any way or bettered it?
1: Well, that was my original fear, trying to get off of coffee while studying for a big uh, certification exam. And so I actually tried in the middle of studying for that and just felt like I couldn't read, I couldn't remember and like process things. And-
0: Which I'm sure for the, the day that you have, there's like a week from hell you go through where you have the headaches that are on and on. Yeah, and that. Yeah. So of course, that would set you back. But having moved past that threshold, what do you think about that?
1: Having moved past that, no. I think uh, I'm better or at least the same. Like, not,
0: <laughs> it's hard to tell.
1: Maybe not better but like better in the sense that like my sleep is better and therefore because my sleep is better, my mental energy throughout the next day is better and then it's like kind of like it's reversing the, the downward spiral of mm-hmm. you know sleep deficit caffeine to make up for it mm-hmm. and over and over again. It's the opposite. It's like, it's like better cold, sleep better sleep, better energy throughout the next day, you know, get things done, get to sleep on time, better sleep. And so it's like, it's like kind of the opposite. It's rebuilding that. Mm-hmm. But one thing I was concerned with, um, was, uh, not necessarily mental performance. Cause I wasn't studying for anything. Uh, at the time I did this, so it was like a perfect time to do it. So it's like, if my brain Turns to mashed potatoes <laughs> <laughs> then uh here we go i'll have plenty of time to rebuild
0: to become a vegetable now
1: no one thing that was a little concerning was you know obviously caffeine is a stimulant it speeds up your metabolism mm-hmm. and so i thought maybe it was a big contributor to why i stayed pretty lean most of the time mm-hmm. or partly mm-hmm. um with the you know uh relatively small amount of exercise that i do mm-hmm. Um, and so I thought that maybe I would like gain a few pounds just because <laughs> my metabolism slowed down. Mm-hmm. Uh, hasn't been the case though.
0: Nope. It's been the opposite.
1: Yeah. But I'm also like
0: also eating clean. You yeah.
1: Know. Also eating within my energy balance.
0: Within your caloric, uh, necessity. Yeah. No more, mm-hmm. no less.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Cool. What else can we talk about coffee?
1: Mm, well, well, what kind of sparked this whole thing that, to- <laughs> pull your phone out and record this was i was saying like i was kind of thinking out loud of like when am i gonna try coffee again like when am i gonna go back and like see you know like a
0: when you gonna play with the devil again yeah (laughs) uh, it's just a tool people
1: my now uh you know caffeine free metabolism how will i react to you know uh, the same amount of coffee i was drinking before every day like what how will it affect me differently and uh, could I use it now for as like a like a tool as a you know a performance enhancing tool versus just like a daily crutch yeah and like when you know when would be a good time to do that and uh, you know stuff like that yeah
0: i I've thought about that quite a bit, and I think to myself because I would like to use it for um you know like competition, really tough like trying to do a lot of hard training or something like that, but also I have to remember. The whole re- like the whole process of getting off caffeine and what it's showed me because I didn't feel like I could understand any of those benefits until I was off the coffee. Like if I was on coffee and you were like, "Dude, you're gonna have better sleep and you're gonna have energy," just like zooming throughout the day all the way till you hit the hit the mattress again. Like I wouldn't have understood it like, "Uh, that's cute, but this coffee's fucking delicious and I'm <laughs> a rawr- so like I would not have been like motivated but now that I have been off caffeine I'm motivated to stay off because of what I've learned from it and what I've learned is that you will have to program in some recovery because if you use the supplement it's like you gotta you gotta plan some time to recover to get off the supplement again because when I, whew, when, I when I got off coffee for like a good month or two that was the longest stent I've been off I'm trying to break that stent now but um and I don't I, say, I should say caffeine because I haven't had any caffeine at all. I might have some matcha today to see what's up because it's a gentle caffeine. But when I, when I took my first couple sips of coffee again, seriously, three sips in and I was like on fucking steroids. <laughs> like, the conversation, like my mouth just wouldn't stop moving even though I didn't want to talk. It was just like, we got stuff to do, things to say, people to see, things to plan. And like, it was just, I felt like it was stronger. I didn't need a whole cup. I took three sips and was like, whew, I gotta put this (laughs) away. This is scary. So, I wonder what it'll be like for you.
1: Yeah, like, when I was, because I, because I, like, tried to, like, wean myself down to, like I said, I was just drinking one Keurig cup mm-hmm. a day, which is like not not a ton. I mean, I think that I think that's like 200 milligrams of caffeine. Whereas like if you go to Starbucks and get a 12 ounce, or even like a regular coffee shop, they brew things a little bit stronger. It seems mm-hmm. like, and so keep those customers you're probably back. getting you know 250 to 350 mm-hmm. per cup. Sure, and so. Um, I feel like if I go to a coffee shop and drink a, you know, a mug of coffee, I'll be like Will Ferrell on, you know, kicking and screaming movie where <laughs> yeah. he like discovers coffee for the first time. That's
0: what it felt like. <laughs> like I could not control this animal. It was funny.
1: Because that's what I felt like going to a coffee shop when I was regularly drinking coffee. Like I, I could tell that it's a way stronger. stronger. Yeah. And then, oh, oh, refill. Sure. <laughs> What's that? Free <laughs>
0: refill? Go ahead. Give me another 300 milligrams. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god that's so funny um coffee's a trip man it is a trip yeah but i well there are other ways to to get energy like i've found that i i just got started practicing yoga again more regularly like and not not just throughout my day but like a full a full practice of yoga and i feel like it's uh it's energizing to me. Like it's movement. Some of the poses are not the most comfortable all the time, but by the time I'm done with it, I open my eyes and I'm like, yeah, I feel energized. And it's not like a, it's not the same kind of rush as caffeine, but it's more sustainable. And then the next day, if I've done yoga, like the night before I'm going to go to bed, the next day I wake up, like, like I shoot out of bed, like, Oh, we got a day to do things to do. And it's like the same feeling of, The caffeine but there's not it's not as overwhelming and it doesn't take away from me is the thing that i like about using that for energy instead of coffee
1: that's nice yeah Uh, something that i started doing since getting off of coffee because like i said a lot of times like right around lunchtime i would eat my lunch and then want to like close my eyes for you know 15 20 minutes if i had the time but lately weather permitting i've been going for walks and just like going on like a brisk Walk for even as little as 10 minutes, maybe up to you know 25 minutes, whatever I have time for, and I find that's energizing, Mm -hmm. especially like right after eating Mm -hmm. and then you know going back to work where maybe it'll be a little slow after lunch, Mm -hmm. where then I'll just get you know get a little bored and then like want to fall asleep. Mm -hmm. But now, um, after you know, after eating and then going on a brisk walk, I feel like that's like re-energizes me for the second half of the day Mm -hmm. and then like kind of talked about it already but um even like after work like had like still feeling like i have a a ton of energy
0: yeah which is a great feeling yeah oh there's nothing worse than like coming home and feeling defeated by the day it's like damn i got so much more day left yeah but
1: yeah but I, i was gonna say it's it's almost like you know like because coffee, I mean, what you're doing is you're speeding up your metabolism, and like I've heard Paul Czech say it this way: you're you're living more minutes per minute. Yeah. Than if you weren't didn't have caffeine,
0: which wouldn't that age you faster? Like if you're living more time with well, a short time.
1: I think the idea is that it's aging your, uh, aging using loosely as just a different way to describe like the way that overusing caffeine. Will eventually start to affect like your adrenals and your yeah. energy level like that. So it is because it's overworking them. So they're okay. gonna. They're so it's gonna,
0: aging on a part of your system.
1: Right, right. Not necessarily like
0: your skin is gonna turn yeah. wrinkly. Because <laughs> in,
1: in defense of coffee, there are a ton of benefits.
0: There are coffee
1: when you, when you get a a you know properly sourced and processed coffee. Um, it you know there's a ton of benefits. There's a ton of antioxidants. There's a ton of research that shows. That reg- regular coffee drinking, especially in older age, so I'll probably drink more coffee when I'm older, um, yeah. prevents uh, Parkinson's, prevents dementia, prevents Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. um, and so there are a ton of benefits. It's just you need to find the right, you know, the the right dose, and and I think it's important to, to cycle on and off of things too.
0: Yeah, and I wonder how how beneficial. Like, I wonder if those benefits come from chronic everyday use or. Uh... Like, semi-regular. Like, if you had a cup of coffee once a month as a treat, like, ooh, that would be cool. And you're still drinking coffee regularly over time, but not every day to the point that it depletes your system.
1: Yeah. And there's, I mean, there's varied research on that. Like, even saying up to, like, kind of, like, what I would figure, what I would look at as, like, a stupid amount being consumed in these studies and still saying it's okay but again these studies are only looking for one thing not the other so yeah. it's like what's the it's not
0: accounting for other side effects perhaps
1: right right and so they're they're you know they're tunnel vision into one benefit but not taking note of the potential side effects of like right. the adrenal fatigue and all that stuff um sometimes it's so just
0: science to prove the problem. proceed
1: with caution yeah uh, and i feel like i feel like just because i was drinking it every day it was like time to take like cycle off and take a legitimate break because when you're drinking coffee, it's easy to say, Oh yeah, I'll get off coffee when I need to, <laughs> but actually right. doing it's a different thing.
0: And you never do because you feel like you never need to. Yeah. But yeah. The other thing I remember we brought up outside of the podcast was um, like going out even, I mean, there, well, who, who's the guy that talks about coffee bulletproof guy, Dave, Dave Asprey. Asprey. He uh, has a bunch of information about like coffee and its quality and how the quality of coffee can actually be damaging, more damaging to you than the actual caffeine of coffee and in its purity or whatever. And most places um, and most sources of coffee are going to include some type of mold with them just because of the process. Like they sit in these big ass burlap bags forever. Then you got to roast them. And even though they're roasted stuff can still kind of worm in there, especially if you have got fresh roasted coffee and then you put it in a bag, it's hot, it's warm. And then in that bag, it's enclosed. So that's a perfect place for mold to just kind of start slowly creeping in. And it's not always mold that you can see. So and then you know, some people may say, "Oh, well, that just brews out and the- gets caught in the filter." But still, the essence of that mold could be going into your coffee and then causing maybe more um, more of that tired, wired feeling, and maybe you know, a- attributing to the the t- the tired part. Like, because mold can fuck you up, man. Like, it can fuck you up a lot and just totally take away your energy. It can it it can do a lot of things that make you feel like shit. So. Um, that was another thing we thought about together. It was like, maybe it's just because like most coffee has mold in it and now we're not drinking mold water anymore.
1: Yeah. And that's uh, a couple of like signs that you're drinking moldy coffee is if a few hours after you drink it, you want to, you're tired. You want to go to sleep. Or uh, a couple other ones are if you like, you know, people people just assume that you know coffee is the strong diuretic and that you're going to like you're gonna you know have to pee right after drinking coffee but if you ever drink coffee and then have to pee like immediately after that's usually a sign that the coffee is really moldy because your body's trying to get it out of your body Mm. like really really quickly Mm -hmm. um and so that's another sign and then another one is if you drink coffee and then like shortly after like minutes after taking your first few sips you sneeze
0: Mm, I've done that before. Yeah,
1: me too. That happened I've had all with, uh, of those symptoms. With
0: dark chocolate too. Yeah. I bet dark chocolate has some mold in it somewhere.
1: Possibly. Because oh. it's similar.
0: You gotta roast the cacao and then you let the cacao sit. Yeah,
1: I don't know. I don't know about that.
0: Chocolate processes. Look into it. I got some research to do.
1: <laughs> but um, but one thing I noticed because uh the Keurig cups that I was drinking were Newman's own organic, and they were organic, so they were at least a little bit better quality. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, I don't know what the what their processing is because there's a few different types of like you were mentioning like the processing of the 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 beans themselves like from you know raw from the mm-hmm. coffee plant yeah
0: there's a billion you know dry there, there's yeah there's a
1: lot of different yeah. like processing and and so some are more susceptible to mold than others and it's not well regulated and that's that's actually Dave Asprey's whole angle on selling his coffee is that he's got a, a special process that um, no one else is doing that makes it the most you know mold free or whatever but i would notice with the organic newman's own Cure Egg, less of these symptoms mm. when i would drink starbucks mm. more of them
0: and they're a big corporation so they have to do oh yeah who mold. knows you know how the bigger and the bulkier yeah. probably the more mold like that's just kind of
1: well and then another thing that i learned from paul check and what he was saying is that
0: shout out <laughs> yeah shout out <laughs> uncle paul
1: shout out to uncle paul um <laughs> that uh, uh, basically he was saying that the, the longer that the grounds are brewed for, the more potential for the mycotoxins, m- meaning the mold, myco is, you know, mold. Myco is mycology, fungus, mold.
0: Related to Yeah, yeah.
1: all related to mycotoxins. Um, he, he basically said the longer that the grounds are sitting in the brewed Water or the water that's brewing them mm-hmm. uh, for the longer amount of time and the higher temperature, the the more mycotoxins are getting into what you're drinking. Mm-hmm. And so basically the worst way to drink coffee is with like, you know, from Starbucks where it's sitting in those huge –
0: Canteens. The or, huge vats
1: of cough canteens.
0: Canteens. I don't
1: know. But they're, but they're like – they got to be, you know, five gallons or yeah. something crazy like that yeah. where that's sitting in all day and then you're getting, you know, the – quarter of it at the bottom is sitting there where they pour a new fresh you know fresh brew in and all that and so that's probably the worst because it's just accumulating you know throughout the whole day just sitting in that hot water leaching those toxins into the coffee um whereas when i was drinking the keurig it's literally like 30 seconds in touching the water and then i'm drinking it immediately Mm -hmm. so it wasn't sitting for very long and so i just noticed less symptoms with that
0: it's interesting the comment about temperature because i'm I'm not sure. It's been a while since I've lived the barista life, but I'm almost positive that it's the same temperature, if not hotter while pulling a shot,
1: but it's less time,
0: but it is less time. So maybe that balances out the temperature. Yeah,
1: And so uh, I was going to, yeah, I meant to finish that point up with the, like the, the cleanest, for lack of a better word, form of drinking coffee would be like an espresso shot because it's you know, it's being, the water's being pulled through there really fast. And then you're, and I, and then drinking it immediately. Like, don't let it sit. Mm-hmm. Um, cause then you lose a lot of the good stuff in it too. Mm-hmm. So that would be like the better way. And so, like, a Keurig is almost like a form of an espresso shot. I know it's different.
0: Yeah. It's like a that's Calm
1: down. Um, I know,
0: right? We're going to have a bunch of resistance found <laughs> us. Like, that podcast is then accurate. <laughs> but in terms
1: of like time brewed and all that stuff, yeah. um, I don't know about water temperature. Or that stuff either, but just the overall time like it's brewed quickly and then I drink it quickly, it's not mm-hmm. sitting around. Um, whereas if I had my Starbucks, mm-hmm. you know, that Starbucks coffee's sitting around for a long time mm-hmm. and then I'm slowly sipping on it all day, mm-hmm. you know, so until one chilling. in the afternoon, yeah. so it's just chilling. And so I would get tired and uh sneeze and pee. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> he became a large, a large baby, yeah, <laughs> got tired, sneezed, and peed.
1: So quality matters.
0: Quality does matter when you're, if you are going to consume coffee, I encourage you to get that genetic test. If you, um, if it's available to you or reasonable for you to do um, to see if you're a slow metabolizer of caffeine, because uh, it might change your idea about coffee and maybe give you some insights and inspiration to see what you're like off of it. Um, So, yeah, that's the, that's the thing with Tom and his coffee journey. So are you going to try coffee today?
1: I don't know. It feels good to like not, you know, not be on coffee. And it's, I don't know, it seems like addiction might run in my family. So I generally do better with like all or nothing.
0: Yeah, same thing. So (laughs)
1: I'm just going to keep it nothing until the time comes and probably not today.
0: Good for you. Yeah. Good for you. I don't think I'll ever go back to coffee, coffee. Like I, I'm, it's like a, it's like stepping on a, a slippery banana piece. Like if it's there and I indulge, like I'm on my ass. There it well, goes. And cause... then the next day I have like incredible cravings, like deep stomach pains of like, hur, hur, I need the coffee
1: now. Whoa.
0: It's weird. Like a, a really well, serious stomach You got to
1: explain and I'm sure you have, but, it's but when, but when, when Darian says coffee, she really means coffee mixed with cream, mixed with sugar, and generally a pastry.
0: And some whipped cream on top.
1: And some whipped cream.
0: I like the whip.
1: So it's really just, you know, hitting all the triggers of, like, hyper-palatable Every food. Every
0: single and, pleasure center. Yeah, basically. Like speed, just- sweetness fucking invincibility texture fucking, <laughs>
1: texture with the cream and the coffee texture with the pastry the coffee. and the coffee i'll tell you guys my Sounds shit good
0: my good shit i know i'm getting excited <laughs> i'm not gonna have it i'm not gonna have it my, my favorite drink was from red dog well actually i have two favorite drinks one's from red dog and it's the iced coffee which is who talk about sitting in brewing time like Ice coffee you I wonder brew. if that's
1: different because it's cold though. But it is a longer time. It's like overnight. It's
0: a very long time. Yeah. But the heat's not there. Right. So I don't know. But I'm gonna mm. tell you what, that shit was strong. Like
1: well, it is stronger.
0: It's much stronger. If anyone
1: knows about cold brew, brew time.
0: It'll get you. Let us know. It'll get you. Yeah. In the comments below, please <laughs> I'm just joking. There's no comment section on the thing. Anywho, but um my favorite drink was the iced coffee, and then they would put coffee ice cubes in it. And then.
1: So it wouldn't water down.
0: Never watered down, baby. And then a couple pumps of hazelnut. Hey, oh. And some cream. Hey, oh. With some whip on top. (laughs) So good. (laughs) So good and so terrible. It's probably. I think I was having that pretty regularly as I gained all this weight. So.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I'm pretty sure
0: it's a huge. Because I was still training like a good amount. Not crazily, but a good amount. And it was thicker than a snicker
1: yeah so there's that it happens
0: second favorite drink americano with honey in it and cinnamon tastes like uh tastes like honeycomb or like uh honey nut cheerios but a coffee version mm. delicious
1: i'm pretty basic i just like uh <laughs> coffee and cream maybe a little cocoa powder you know <laughs> you're really spicing I'm things i'm wild <laughs> Um, I actually really like bulletproof coffee, too, like just blended with uh, butter and
0: collagen. That was
1: pretty good. I just like that texture. It's good.
0: I remember... uh, And then
1: uh, on on a hot summer day, I like a nice cold brew. On
0: a hot summer day. Cold brews were pretty good. I remember you and I were like, we were so regimented with our coffee and like intermittent fasting routine in school like we would both just wake up i we were both brewing the bulletproof like right away we had a fat ass tub of it like costco style and then we'd have our little butter coffees in the morning and not have any food till like afternoon those were those were okay days i wasn't training in jujitsu then though
1: mm-hmm.
0: i wasn't training at all i was just fucking rolling around the floor doing yoga yep calling it an exercise handstands
1: yeah it was Kinda. at the time for me yeah yeah
0: anywho any more things to say about coffee i think we kind of like i think we did it
1: um just like with anything i would just say proceed with caution Yeah. and if you experience any of the symptoms that we did uh it would be worth your effort effort to cycle off and that's with anything you know like
0: it can be anything yeah
1: if you drink alcohol it'd be a good idea to just not drink for a couple months see what you like yeah you know if you whatever other uh even like you know supplements like that you're taking you know if you if you're uh uh take it like a pre-workout supplement those are basically just caffeine
0: and sugar and sugar
1: and uh my favorite yeah (laughs) just kidding But it's a good idea to cycle off things and, you know, every once in a while and, uh, you know, people love good news about their bad habits and that's why, oh, well, all the benefits of coffee will just convince me to keep drinking coffee, even though I'm experiencing all these symptoms, you know, you got to be careful with that and really like, you know, uh, be honest with yourself and, and do the work of, of cycling off and seeing how you feel Yeah, you can make a, a, a informed, you know, decision on, uh, on your caffeine consumption.
0: Yep. We're currently going to start cycling off Halo Top ice cream because yeah. we have <laughs> been having it every day. And it's time to cycle off. That just – it it helps. If you, have, if you overdo anything, it's yeah, going to screw you
1: up. Even foods. Like if you have whey protein every day – It's, it's going to screw you up. You should probably cycle off once in a while. Even healthy foods. Yeah. I'm going
0: to tell you right now, try having an apple literally every day. Your digestive system is going to be like – Yo, girl, we need a break. Yeah. This is starting to hurt. I've been there.
1: Yeah. It hurts. Apples have a certain type of fiber that-
0: They will get your They'll get you. If you don't- Yeah. If you don't
1: so proceed with caution. If you're feeling <laughs> blocked up, have a couple of apples and- uh,
0: And wait it out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that pectin's going to get to you.
0: It'll get you. Yeah. On this podcast, um, I've always said about most things, food-related or not, even like- uh, Different ways of thinking and all that stuff, that everything's a tool. I I think I got that from you, and you probably got it from somebody else. Yep. Credit to the big shoulders that we're standing on, whoever said that the first time. Yeah. I don't know who you are, but can't keep track. It's tough. It's a lot of there's a lot of humans and a lot of information out there um, to be able to like pinpoint the exact person. Cause sometimes you pinpoint that person and then it's like, fuck, he wasn't even the first one to say that. It was somebody else before him. So always somebody before you that comes up with this stuff, but um, coffee, caffeine halo top (laughs) they're all tools and you can use the tool to build something or you can use the tool to break something and sometimes you think you're building something and you're not even paying attention and then when you start paying attention you're like oh fuck i'm actually breaking it so pay attention
1: yeah amen
0: amen goodbye (laughs) thank you guys so much for listening uh there's, there was a way to donate to the podcast but I'd have to reconfigure that with this new platform thing so hang tight if you're trying to throw some money my way I appreciate you but wait a little bit um, if you're a new listener I hope you enjoyed the podcast please go back and listen to some of the first ones about um, the roots of health uh, a few of them one of the really good ones is dealing with bad days if um, if you are looking for something to listen to to start your journey with me Uh the next podcasts will be out sometime. I never know when, but I look forward to it coming to your ears while you're doing whatever you're doing and living your life. And while you're doing whatever you're doing, please do it well and have a good time doing it. Until the next podcast, we say, you have to say good day. Good day. Wait, no, together. Oh. One, two, three. Good day. Good day. <laughs>